YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. What is going on, guys? Katie Lance here. You are listening to the Katie Lance podcast, and I'm so excited. In case you haven't noticed, we're talking all about YouTube today. It's episode 148 of the Katie Lance podcast, and I had the pleasure of interviewing Christian Walsh. He is a longtime member of our Get Social Smart Academy. This week, we are doing our uh, monthly Get Social Smart Spotlight, and I wanted to interview Christian because you guys, he's killing it on YouTube. He has just surpassed 16,000 subscribers. He is publishing content twice a week. And I absolutely love this conversation. He shares how he really dug into YouTube. He shares his process. He shares how he has grown his channel. He shares how it has affected his business. You guys are going to love this. I cannot wait for you to listen to this conversation. So thank you so much, Christian. Let's get on with the show. You're listening to the Katie Lance Podcast. If you're an entrepreneur, social media geek, real estate pro, a mom, or maybe all of the above, and ready to level up your social media game, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Get Social Smart Show. My name is Katie Lance, founder and CEO of Katie Lance Consulting, the Get Social Smart Academy, and author of the book, Get Social Smart. And I am so excited for our featured guest today. You guys know each and every month we love to have interviews where we shine the spotlight on one of our awesome Academy members. And I'm super excited to have Christian Walsh with us today. He's a longtime Get Social Smart Academy member. He's the founder of Wire Associates, which is positioned under Caldwell Banker Global Luxury in beautiful Newport Beach, California. And on his popular YouTube channel, he shares advice for buyers, sellers, investors, renters, so they can make the best decisions in today's market. So welcome, Christian. Hey, Katie. Thanks so much for having me. It's such an honor to be here. I love being in the spotlight on your channel. So thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. We're excited to chat with you. And as we were chatting right before we went live, I'm excited to really kind of chat a lot about video today because you are crushing it when it comes to video. I love following your channel on YouTube. Well, thank you. Thank you. And and like I told you, I'm glad it's just about YouTube because the rest of my social media is handled by my operations director, Michelle. She's amazing. And she's a longtime uh, subscriber and follower of your, of your info. And that's why she does so well with our content on all the other channels. Uh, but YouTube is the one I'm in charge of, for better or for worse. <laughs> well, we love Michelle. So shout out to Michelle. I'm sure she's watching at some point when she watches this recording. <laughs> <laughs> she will. She will. So let's dig into it. I know you just surpassed 16,000 subscribers on YouTube. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It took a while. That's over two years of consistent, lots of video releases. So it's uh, slow growth. It was all organic too. So no ads, uh, view ads running and no buying of subscribers, any of that. It's all organic. So it's wow. been been a long road. <laughs> well, congratulations. I I mean, I, I do know YouTube is a long road. It takes yeah. time and effort and consistency. So I would love to just kind of start at the beginning. Like, What prompted you to, to say, okay, I need to start not just creating videos. I think there's a lot of agents out there who are creating, you know, they're doing listing videos and things like that. But, you know, was there something that, that sparked it where you're like, okay, I got to get on this video game here. <laughs> No, absolutely. So we've always, we've been doing video for a long time for, I'd say five to seven years. And it was, we were trying it across different channels. 
Um, I was actually big on posting videos to Facebook, and then I would actually run ads to boost the video to get more views and then create audiences and blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, I gave all that up. All of those videos we were creating for primarily Facebook, we would post on YouTube and they would just sit there, no interaction, nobody was watching them. And then COVID hit. And for a few weeks, we were deemed non-essential in the state of California for, uh, so basically we're out of a job. And I I just, I said, look, I've got to do something. So that's when I dove all in on YouTube and figuring out what works and how to grow a channel. The other uh, impetus was that my son, my older son, Logan, uh, I, we would always talk about, Hey, I'm going to do a video. And he's like, dad, you always talk about how you're big on video, but you have like seven subscribers <laughs> on YouTube. And I'm like, Oh man, talk about calling me out. So that was the other impetus. It was it the same like time. My kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I will tell you, you get some street cred with your, uh, with your teenagers when you have 16,000 subscribers, but <laughs> And now I'm off on a tangent, but the funny thing is my kids are starting their channels. My younger son, Liam, is starting a channel. I go to his channel and I'll go ahead and write a comment or (laughs) like his video. And then later on, he'll say, oh, my gosh, somebody with a thousand subscribers like my video. He completely ignores the fact that I like (laughs) his video. But so going back to why I started. So the what I realized is when I do a consultation with a client, so that's whether it's a buyer presentation, a listing presentation, or I'm just one-on-one at an open house, I feel like I do a good job. I feel confident. I have the experience. I know what to share. So what I came to think, the way I came to think of YouTube is this is a way to have those conversations, the one-on-one open house listing buyer presentation all the time. And that's the key. So I don't have to be awake and in a conference room or on a Zoom with a client. They can be watching that content. So that was the other side of it. And that's really what pushed me to dive all in on YouTube. And it was growth. We did a lot of stuff, I guess you could say wrong. But at the end of the day, you just have to keep pumping content out. And a lot of your the folks in your program are already creating content for other channels, for Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. So there's definitely some cross-pollination you can do with the content, but um, there's a lot of benefits to really focusing on YouTube. Yeah, I love that. And I agree, there's definitely some cross-pollination. We put our videos on YouTube, but they get you know repurposed on, in, different, in different places. But YouTube is a whole other beast. Wouldn't you agree? Like it's so different than any other platform. Yeah. People are coming there to learn specifically or be entertained. Obviously that's another big part of it. (laughs) Right. Um, And I, your videos are pretty entertaining. Well, I I appreciate that because I was just about to say that I don't really uh, focus too much on that. I don't have any cats on keyboards or anything like that, but the it's, you know, people are there to learn. So that's what the content is geared for. And that's what helps create like when I'm thinking of ideas for content, it's 
it, it just goes back to the open houses. It goes back to the listing and buyer presentations and talking to your sphere. Like what questions are they asking right now? And uh, right, right now, everybody's wondering how to, what with interest rates, what's going to happen to the market? Should I buy? Should I wait to buy? Should I sell? So those are important questions that you can answer on YouTube. And uh, it's, it's a, especially as your channel grows, a lot more people are going to see that. And <laughs> there's positives and negatives where it can come back and bite you if you said something in the, in the past. But I guess you could always take that video down. But because, yeah. for example, I did a video when the market was getting overheated in 2020. I said, you probably shouldn't buy now because at that point in time, appraisals, nobody was using appraisal contingency anymore. It just looked overheated. Well, I was wrong. Actually, you should buy then. And <laughs> yeah, because values went up another 20%. So that that happens. But uh, at the end of the day, piece of content, you could do a video saying, hey, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I did one on Zillow when Zillow was uh, their iBuyer program. When they paused, I did a video saying, essentially saying, I don't believe that they're stopping their iBuyer business. And while well, I was wrong a week later, and I did a video saying it was a mea culpa, I was wrong. <laughs> so anyway. And sometimes those videos are the ones that get the most views because we're you're honest. You said, you know what? Yeah. I said this, but I was wrong. Or, you know, I find videos where we say, hey, here's some mistakes that we've made or we see others make. Like, Bingo. I feel like that type of content, people tend to lean in, you know, and uh, it's engaging. Bingo. Yeah. And speaking of engagement, that's the fun thing on YouTube is you can really, the engagement there can, I, and I guess it happens on the other channels, but you can really end up with some loyal fans that, that come in and they're watching your content and they're liking your content and commenting, and you can really develop some relationships there. And the cool thing about that is others see that and they will then engage with you offline, maybe. So I'll get emails or a text or a phone call. They, I've had several people who say they don't want to necessarily engage and share whatever their issue, their real estate issue is on, the, on my comment section on my channel, but then they'll reach out. So engagement is... Better. I'd rather have someone reach out personally yeah. because of a video versus just a comment. That's huge. Yeah. And it, it's definitely a great way to build trust. At the end of the day, that's what I loved about it is the fact that I could build trust with an audience. And when, when we get on the phone, it's, it's the calls are coming in. So the calls will come from them. I don't cold call. I, I hate the idea of cold calling people. Like I want people to, <laughs> to call me and ask real estate questions. So and that's what happens. Let's talk a little bit about that because I think a lot of people think, do leads really get, does, do leads really come from YouTube or like, how do you get leads from YouTube or how yeah. does business happen? So you're getting business. People are calling, are they, they're calling you, they're emailing you, like how, yeah. And what happens? And then like, what do they say? Are they saying things like, I watch all your videos or what, <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's the response? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, it's great. So in my videos, so call to action in, in the videos. So I definitely have a call to action to subscribe to my channel, call to action to like the video, call to action to leave a comment. But I also have my phone number and email address at the end of the video and I also have a call to action for my free weekly email newsletter. 
So really the way I look at the funnel is I want to get people to sign up for my newsletter. That's a real low, uh, they don't have much pressure. I mean, basically just sign up low pressure way to get them to give me their contact info. I want them to sign up for my uh, newsletter. Then they'll see my content uh, every week coming out. And eventually when they have a real estate question, they'll pick up the phone or shoot an email. But yeah, going back to how they reach out, it'll be through email or through a phone call or the other thing. And I know I'm just keep adding on these layers, but on my for my website, we have the Facebook Messenger plugin. And that has actually been a great way. So what happens is people will go to our website and they'll use that to ask a question. And I I listed a home right through Facebook Messenger. Saw my video on selling a property with tenants. She went to my website, used Facebook Messenger, said, hey, I have a property to sell. And then we talked on the phone. (laughs) So it's the, the leads come in various ways. But at the end of the day, and and not everyone's a lead to buy or sell. Let's put it that way. Yeah. A lot of it is just answering real estate questions and it will never turn into any business. And I'm fine with that. At the very least, I'm, I'm out there helping, particularly my landlord tenant content that's out there. And it's really, people have told me it's made a difference for them and we're never going to do a deal, but that's fine. Yeah. Well, and I think what's a, what's really incredible about that is you're you're being really helpful, and I I think good things always happen to people who are being helpful, and you're looking at it from this long term perspective of you know I may not get a deal from this person who's reaching out, but you're gonna you're gonna still be helpful. I mean, it's a small world, and you never yeah. know you know That's... the conversations that they have with someone, and they're like, hey, I just talked to this guy, he was super helpful. Let me give you his name. Like you just you just never know where things could go. That's it. And that's pretty much every phone conversation. I'll end it like the, if they'll say thank you. And I'm like, Hey, you just never know when our paths will cross and we'll figure out a way to work together someday or, or meet in person or whatever it is. So no, and that's, that's, what's great about YouTube is it scales it up. You can be doing, have, helping people, whether they ever call or sign up for my email newsletter or not, you can be helping people at a large scale and you just never know, like you said, Katie, where, if and when it'll, it'll turn up again. Yeah, I love that. So I want to ask you about um, the content creation because YouTube, I feel like you got to just feed the beast, right? Like yes. one of the benefits, one of the ways to grow your YouTube channel, at least I've experienced is you've got to be consistent, obviously, just like any other social media platform, but especially YouTube. So how, as far as like recording, do you have like a set schedule or do you record things kind of when you get inspired or, cause you, you seem to publish a lot. I was just on your YouTube channel this morning. I'm like, he's publishing a lot of content. So how, and you're busy. I mean, you're not just sitting around doing nothing. No, <laughs> it's true. Guy. So how do you fit that in? Like, what does your schedule look like for recording and creating content? So a great question. And yes, you have to feed the beast all the time. I'm going to force you to, to get my videos out there because I'm just going to keep giving it videos. So like anything in business, uh, for example, as a realtor, we have to constantly be generating leads. Like That's part of what you have to do, the lead beast. And 
that's the way I look at video. So it's, it's calendared in just like my workouts are calendared in and other things in my life are calendared in. So on Tuesday and Thursday night, I'm shooting a video no matter what. And that can be a good or bad thing. Like I may have been inspired two weeks ago working on a script and I'm all excited and ready. Can't wait to shoot it. Or it could be literally 7.30 at night and I'm still trying to finish up a script so I can shoot and edit that video so it goes out the next day. I'm terrible at batching content like you always talk about, Katie. If Michelle (laughs) gives me a hard time, I am not a good batch content person uh, because I basically... this I'm a full-time realtor, so... This is something I'll do late at night on Tuesday and Thursday to get done. I know certain videos like today is the first week of the month. So I'm going to do a wrap up on the Southern California housing market for last month. So that's going to happen in the first week. So I've got one video I know I'm always going to do. Middle of the month, I have another one. Uh, Two weeks in, I do a market update. I'm also going to do a... Now I've bolted on foreclosure market updates. So that's going to be middle of the month as well. So by the time I've got these few that I always calendar in, I don't have to come up with too many ideas. And then you just watch the news because I cover legal topics like uh, eviction moratorium uh, laws. I usually there's something every month (laughs) to do at least one video on that. Um, So that's it. So that's my schedule. I, I basically, I have a script that I write for each episode. I have a little script template. Um, If I can't copy a past template, like the market update ones, I can copy a past market update and just put new data in. But I script it, get some keywords in there, create a title, a thumbnail title, a quick description. I used to write longer descriptions, but I gave up on that. It takes too much time. (laughs) So just quick description and like I said, get that video done for editing. Again, if I was great at batching content, like you talk about, I would get in front of it and I'd have an amazing editor, but I don't. Um, I use a tool called Descript, D-E-S-C-R-I-P-T. I've heard about that. I haven't used it, but I've a lot of It is, Katie. It's amazing. And I could get an affiliate income out of it, but I'm not getting anything out of it. It is amazing. What it does is it takes your audio clips in and it transcribes the, or takes your video clips in and transcribes the audio so that you can actually edit a word document and you can't wrap your head around it until you see it. And you're like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. So what did that saves me so much time. So editing videos used to take like three or four hours. Now, hour and a half to two hours, I can get that video edited. And then I can download the uh, closed captions at the same time because I've edited all the text and then, um, get it ready so that Michelle on Wednesday and Friday, she can post it to YouTube. Then she's going to post it on our blog. She's going to put it on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, Usually she shares it. Some of that sharing, I think it's only natively posted on LinkedIn and Facebook and YouTube. But that's the other key is take the video and embed it in your blog on your website. That's been great because then I'm getting SEO benefits. Like people will search for stuff and watch on YouTube 
And that's one place where my viewers are coming in, but then they can search in Google or any search engine and find the embedded video on my blog posting. And then I can, they can look at properties there, et cetera. So that's the key. And then the extra layer. So my weekly email newsletter is nothing more than my two videos I made that week with a little description, a link to my website. Then I talk about whatever properties I have listed and just sold and all that. And that's it. That's my weekly email newsletter. So I love it. Anyway. I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably way more than you wanted to know. No, it's fantastic. I mean, it's all the things we teach. So I'm like, I'm feeling like a proud mom over here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We didn't have to reinvent the wheel. We just follow what you say, Katie, and it works. It works. <laughs> it works, right? And I love what you said, you know, not uh, yes, I do talk about batching all the time, like, you know, but it's not for everybody. I think the, the key is having a simple system that works for you. Yes. The fact that you said it's on your calendar, no matter what, and you treat it just like any other appointment. I think that's a huge differentiator between you versus someone who's like, yeah, I need to do more video, yeah. <laughs> you know, and just treating it as that important piece. And there's probably some days where you're like, yeah, I'm fired up. I can't wait to shoot this one. And then other days you're like, I got to get through this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, and that's, that's spot on. And even my kids, so I shoot it at home. I'm at home right now. This is my home setup. This is where I shoot my videos. And my kids know that they need to be quiet when I yell, I'm shooting video. I get, I have four kids, one's at college, but three kids at home. Even my dog knows to be quiet. <laughs> so. That's like me with a cat. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. And I love that you talk about, you know, you know, getting it just distributed on different platforms and you've got a great, obviously Michelle, you know, is, is your awesome right-hand person to help, you know, with that, with that distribution. Cause that's, that's a huge piece of it. It's not just, I think people think, oh, I'm just going to start putting stuff on YouTube and magically, you know, all these people will start flocking to it, but you've got a really smart system where you're putting it in a, a number of different places and your email newsletter, which I love. I feel like that's, you know, that's the one thing I know it's not as exciting as YouTube, but an email newsletter is huge. Just to drive, drive traffic to that. I, and that's, here's the thing. You, all the social media channels could shut down at any point in time or ban my account for whatever reason. But I have like 2,100 email addresses and I get a 40% plus open rate, which is pretty darn good. So I, that's the key to me is continue to grow that list. And that list is made up of, of also past clients and sphere and uh, anybody who signs up on YouTube or comes comes to my website and finds it. But that's the other key. It's another way to stay in touch with my sphere. And they'll periodically, maybe they'll go dark. They won't open an email, but then they open one up and then they'll reach out and say, hey, just saw your video or they want to talk about real estate. So that's the other key is it's it's for follow-up with your sphere so they know you're active as well. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, again, you never know what can happen. They can forward it to someone else. And yeah. I talk to a lot of people who will say, you know, I feel like folks kind of, they sort of marinate and live on our email list for a long time. And then sometimes it's two years later and they say, I've been getting your email every week for the last two years. And yeah, you just, you just never know. So it's that, that it's that long game, you know, which, uh, that's it. And we're, uh, that's a perfect way to put it, Katie. And we're all in the long game anyway. So make sure you're actually in the game. Like don't ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Okay. I know we're getting close to the end. Um, my, one of the last questions I want to ask you is 
Is there one big piece of advice for someone that you you think, or is there one big piece of advice you could give to someone who either wants to start a YouTube channel or maybe they've got a YouTube channel and it's just sitting there and nothing's really happening with it and they want to kind of take it to the next level? What would like, your advice be? No, like mine was, it was sitting yeah. there, nothing coming out of it. <laughs> I it, It's consistency. Like you said, feed the beast and it doesn't have to be two a week. That's a pretty aggressive schedule. It could be one a week. It could be one a month, but you need to be consistent in both the shooting and editing and releasing the video it doesn't do you any good if you shoot it and don't actually get it out there. So that's it. Just be consistent and you'll get to that point where, trust me, you will have enough ideas. Like you talk about Katie, like there's plenty of ideas for social media, especially once you start creating content, you'll never run out. So don't be afraid of that. And it doesn't have, you don't have to have your face in it. Although I think there's advantages to that. Um, you it's, here's what I, I guess I would suggest to sum it up, put it on your calendar right now, say, okay, I am going to commit Wednesday, 7 PM, uh, two times a month and put it on your calendar and do it no matter what you can't sleep that night. You can't sleep that Wednesday until you've shot a video. And I've had some of those Wednesdays, well, Tuesdays and Thursdays where I was late. Uh, I think the latest I finished up was uh, 2 a.m. Uh, oh but you, you just got to do it. That's it. It's part of your, it's part of your business plan. It's part of what you need to do. And people need to hear from you. You are the expert, whether it's the market or the particular topic that's important in your community, they need to hear from you. So think of it that way too, that it's, it's beneficial to your audience. So I hope that helps. Well, I, I love what you. I love that you said that because I think a lot of people still struggle with getting on camera and how they look. And I think what you just said about your your customers, your clients, the the people in your in your area, they need to hear from you. And I think if you can think about it in the value that you're bringing, not necessarily oh look at me, I'm on camera. I'm you know I've got my own YouTube yeah. channel. Like it's not about you. I mean. I look at your your channel, Christian, and you're entertaining. You've got great content, but really, at the end of the day, like you're serving your audience. You know, you're providing really you. helpful content. So I love that. Just thinking about it a little bit differently, and, and I think that motivates. I would think that would motivate you to keep keep going. You know. Yeah, and real fast to add in, if you get a hundred views on a video that is absolutely niched down to your geographic farm, for example, and offers helpful advice for, for your farm. And maybe you have 10 subscribers or 50. That's okay. Because the people watching your video are the perfect audience that you're trying to get in front of. So don't get wrapped up in the metrics. Just last night, I was going and looking at other channels. And there was a time where I'd be all jealous and think, wow, look how many subscribers I have. And you know what? At the end of the day, the metrics don't matter. And I'm happy with the people I've helped. And I've got plenty of folks who are thankful and it's turning into business. And at the end of the day, that's also why you're doing it is you want to get some business out of it too. So absolutely. I love it. I absolutely love it. Christian, this has been awesome. I know we could probably talk for another like two hours about it. <laughs> it's all me. I won't shut up. <laughs> so, no, Katie, well, I... <laughs> this was an honor. Thank you very much for having me on. And thank you for everything you do. Like the way you make social media, you boil easy, you boil it down, you make it manageable and uh, allow users like us to figure out how to actually do it. It's amazing. So thank you for continuing that mission that you you're on. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. So for all of our viewers, I would absolutely love for you to make sure you connect with Christian. I'm going to drop his link to his website and of course his YouTube channel below. Make sure you give him a subscribe, uh, check out what they're doing over there. Um, and for those of you who are watching on our YouTube channel, we would love if you'd hit the subscribe button on our channel because we have videos like this that come out each and every week. And if you're listening on our podcast and you enjoy it, give us a five-star review. Those reviews actually do make a big difference. We really appreciate it. All right, my friends, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. And thanks again, Christian. Thanks, Katie. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you want more, head over to katielance.com and check out the Get Social Smart Academy. Also sign up for a free email newsletter packed full of great content. Until next time, get social smart.